You're listening to Special Relationships, a show about monetizing and maximizing your existing client relationships. Visit relationshipaudits.com for more information or contact details. Hello and welcome back to Special Relationships. I'm your host, a Smith called Keith, and I'm here with two experts in finding the hidden revenues that most companies don't pay as much attention to as they should, measuring, managing, and maximizing income from existing clients and customers instead of chasing new clients all the time. Kerry Evans and Simon Rin Tut's company, Relationship Audits, specializes in helping companies deliver maximum service to their customers and uncover new streams of revenue that sit right under their nose. In the last episode, we looked at ways to measure your existing client relationships and apply data to plot your success. In this episode, we're going to look at how valuable healthy client and supplier relationships are when you're looking to acquire or sell your business. One of the dream scenarios for many company owners is that one day all their hard work is going to pay off and a category leader or a rich investor is going to show up with a suitcase full of money and acquire the company. It applies just as much to the world of creative agencies as it does to the wider business world. Where some of the shows we had before had a distinctly B2B flavour, the subject of acquisitions applies right across the board to B2B and B2C. This episode is going to show you how important it is to know how valuable your supply chain is and how that process alone can help increase the value of your business. To show us how to know your worth are our trusted special relationship experts, Kerry Evans and Simon Rintut. Hello, gents. How are you? Hi, Keith. Thanks, Keith. How are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. And now, this is a fascinating subject and one that I've dealt with on my creative agency podcast because it's all very well being excellent and pinning all your hopes on the strength of your existing and future work. How attractive is a strong and positive set of relationships when it comes to negotiating the best possible price for your business? It's absolutely huge. Um, However, an acquirer will look for more than just you saying the relationship with the uh, client is great. And where we come in is we are an independent third party that have over 20 years of experience of measuring agency client relationships. And it's that independence that can really help uh, an agency in terms of the value of its sale and reassurance to a potential buyer. A lot of our clients tend to be selling to other agencies, and we know that those other agencies use our results to go to banks to actually finance deals. Yeah, I think that's um, it's absolutely the case if you think about it, that um, if somebody if you want to be able to sell your business, what you need to do is to demonstrate the quality of your relationships and importantly, the longevity. And so what we're able to do is to go in and talk to the clients um that you currently have understand um help you understand how committed they are to you so that if they're not that committed you can do things to make them more committed and therefore make you a better prospect for acquisition when somebody comes knocking at the door because if you've done this in sufficient time of course you you already have a score sheet of how well you're doing because one of the things that we try and do is to provide our clients who work with us provide them with very clear graphic evidence of the relative strength of their client relationships. And this is something we've been doing for many years. And some some clients, for example, of us uh, actually have used this 
process when looking to acquire funds for the for the agency from their bank, demonstrating how secure their relationships really are. I think also, Keith, to add that an acquirer will not only look for one year's set of um, client relationship results, they will look for two or three or maybe even more years, not just of steady income growth, but reassurance that the quality of the relationship has been strong throughout that time. And indeed, anybody would expect certain dips in certain areas, but the agency have taken steps to uh, address potential issues and indeed maximise opportunities. To paraphrase uh, Liam Neeson, I mean, what, what, what is the unique set of skills that, that relationship audits can bring to bear on either the buyer's or the seller's side of the deal? One of the things that we do that many other folk who uh, are in our space generally don't, is that we work for different sides of the relationship fence. So we work for enterprise companies, for example, and we work with agencies. So we understand the dynamics of the client agency relationships. We've worked in agencies ourselves for more years than we cared to admit. Uh, We also work outside of the agency sector so we can bring in helicopter learning from other sectors such as professional services, So what I'm really trying to say is that we've got an awful lot of experience in the whole area of relationship assessment. And particularly as far as agencies are concerned, we have a unique skill in identifying relative client commitment, not just satisfaction. That's attractive for an acquirer because they they recognize that the relationships are long term and it's attractive for the seller because they can prove that the relationships are as good as they claim them to be. When it comes to having this type of research done, is it more advantageous for the seller to initiate the relationship diligence audit or the buyer? It's much, much more advantageous for the vendor, as they're called, to have had in place a third party independent review process over many years. Certainly, if you haven't had that, you're going to be on the receiving end of some form of relationship diligence from the acquirer. That can vary from people like us being called in to undertake a very detailed review of the key client relationships, or you can run the risk of a PE house having one of their junior people phone up your most senior clients and have a five minute interview with them to judge the overall state of the relationship. I certainly know that if I was selling my business, what I would prefer to have in place. And it also um, reassures any potential acquirer of the importance of quality control and how importantly you take your client relationships. Yeah, I think I think the the interesting thing is that you know the answer the simple answer to the question you posed, Keith, is that it depends at what stage of the sale you are. If you are an acquirer that have identified somebody that you're interested in, have looked historically at the financial data they possess or they offer, uh, what you then really got to be thinking about is not the past because you've got all that data. It's about the future. What is the future potential for this organization that you're about to acquire? And how strong and stable are those relationships? So, for example, when you acquire, if you acquire this organization, will those people who are key to currently healthy relationships actually be let go? 
Well, if you were to do that, that would be dangerous for the, for the solidity of those relationships. So the process that we run for the acquirers will help them identify who are the key people in the vendor who need to be, quote, locked in, unquote. And what we're doing for the for the vendor themselves, if we if if they start off with this process, is that it gives them a ready um, take on how good their relationships are, that they can wave in front of the acquirer and say, "Don't just take our word for it. This is what the guys who do this for a living say, and you can see it in bright bold colours about how committed or not our clients are." I mean, it all sounds terribly fascinating but i mean with obviously you don't want to give away the the exact science behind it but what is the kind of general process that you go through when you when when you get called in to do this generally there are two approaches um and sometimes these can be blended typically we'll undertake regular deep dive one-on-one interviews with key decision makers the people that have the power to hire or fire from an agency's biggest clients And generally, a lot of agencies have, I think it's called the Pareto principle, the 80-20, of the profit comes from 20% of the clients. And generally, the deep dives are conducted there. We also, in parallel, use our relationship radar online survey tool, really to cover all of the other stakeholders within within an agency's client relationships. And we merge the data from those two into a formal debrief and action planning for our clients. What does come first? I mean, is it the audit or the acquisition? I mean, is, is there a, a, an absolute prescribed sequence well, of events behind this? If, if you're thinking of selling your agency in two years time, the first stage is an independent audit, depending on the size of the audit that can take between four and eight weeks. By the time one's contacted the clients, got response and a formal debrief. And you probably want to do that at least once a year, if not potentially twice a year, if you have high volume, high turnover client relationship. Yeah, I mean, as Simon says, really, typically we get approached when acquirers um, on the other side of this, this equation, acquirers have spotted someone that they like the look of, they've run the numbers, They've been told the relationships are in, in tip-top shape. So then they say, OK, so now you guys go in and just make sure that they're telling us the truth. And because of we've been doing this for some time now, we know the right questions to ask to get under the skin of what people are saying, what they're not saying, what they mean and what they don't mean. So we can come back with a very, very accurate picture of current relationship health. And the important thing about that as well is that if it, what comes back, for example, if you're acquiring and what comes back is that there are some wobbles somewhere amongst some of the client relationships, and that can affect the price that they would be prepared to p- to pay. So again, if you're the, if you're on the other side, if you're a vendor, getting this thing done ahead of time, so that when the acquirer says we just want to check out your relationships, if you've done it ahead of time as the vendor and can wave this piece of paper that says we've done it and it looks jolly good, then that can speed up the process if you're in the process of selling your business. Or as one of our clients recently said, uh, you help me sleep at night because I know that I've got a robust and a sound business that I know will also be attractive to an acquirer. So what are the key tips you'd like our listeners to take away from this show? Well, there are probably three, Keith. Firstly, if you're preparing for selling your business, start early in terms of preparation for sale and have regular independent reviews 
of your key client relationships that you can show to any prospective purchaser. If you're an acquirer, seek independent advice and seek to actually benchmark the vendor's uh, client relationships against industry averages. And also identify the key people in the vendor's business and especially those that may not necessarily benefit financially from the sale because they're people that need to be locked in as well. In our next show, how Carey and Simon use their considerable experience to turn their company into an extension of their client's business by asking all the right questions. So join us then as Carey, Simon and I help you measure, manage and maximise the revenue you already own next time on Special Relationships. If you would like to explore and unlock any hidden growth for your business, you can contact Relationship Audits, email info at relationshipaudits.com or you can find them on the web at relationshipaudits.com. You can even phone them in the UK on 0207 287 1737. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. You're listening to Special Relationships, a show about monetizing and maximizing your existing client relationships. Visit relationshipaudits.com for more information or contact details.